Innovation divas really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women-invented products with their audience. Meet Melinda Knight, businesswoman, inventor, expert social media, and celebrity gifting guru, and her co-host, Deanna Cohen, who has been inventing products, businesses, marketing contests, and events for over 20 years. The Innovation Divas not only host this fantastic show, they also run the only network award program and events for women inventors. If you need the connections to buyers, the media, or companies that can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. Now here to share the who, what, and why of inventing your innovation divas, Melinda Knight and Diana Cohen. Well, welcome to the show. And uh, Diana and I are uh, ready for back to school and ready for the summer, even though summer's been fun. Uh, we're ready to uh, get things started. Everybody's Speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I think the kids are, too. They're excited yeah. for all the cool things that are, like, out there for kids, right? Yeah. And you're going to be showcasing that, speaking of that, tomorrow on Fox News Chicago. So you're going to have some awesome back-to-school products. You know what? That's good that you know that. I'm so proud as a business oh, I, partner that you know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's my job. That's I definitely know. my job. I have to know. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing. I'm trying to be a funny person, but it doesn't always work, especially with like four hours of sleep. Oh, well, well, we'll get through today with lots of coffee and, and some awesome, awesome, awesome guests. So, I know. I'm yeah. excited today well i this next guest i wish that i actually had long hair so i mean she's making me really have hair envy with her product <laughs> I uh, yeah i'm I, I i you know if i grow my hair out i will definitely be able to use her product i know there's a lot of ladies out there uh -oh. with long hair. did we lose you can you hear me i can now we can oh Oh, interesting. I'm all plugged in. So so I will introduce, without further ado, our next guest, our first guest, Lena Nasser with Hair Upsy. And we're excited to find out about her product and her background And because uh, she has a fascinating background. She's actually a chemist, so she's kind of on the smart end of the spectrum. So I know. I speak this morning with my, my brain freeze. <laughs> well, well, hello and, and happy Tuesday to you. Oh, to same you as well. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. Oh, and, my pleasure. Uh, I'm really flattered and, and honored that you guys, you know, uh, to, to put me on the show. I'm really very happy and I've been looking forward to it ever since we scheduled the, the time and date. So thank you oh. so much. Well, and thank you for your flexibility. We had kind of an emergency last time and we had to, to reschedule. So we're really glad that we could actually have you on the show because we're excited to hear about your background and how you came up with your product and, and your history just is fascinating. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, where you come from and sort of your journey to where you are now? Absolutely. I mean, I have a very uh, versatile background because I was originally, my roots are from Jerusalem, the Holy Land, but I was born and raised in the Arabian Gulf area, Qatar. That's where I was uh, raised and I spent the first 21 years of my life. And then I got married and I came to the beautiful and hot state of Texas. <laughs> so I have been living here for close to 20 years now. 
uh, I have a son who secretly helps me with my invention. Uh, uh, he, he started college, actually, so today is his second day at college. And uh, as far as inventions, I've really been fascinated with ideas and inventions and designs ever since I was in high school. But then, I mean, becoming or being involved in, in fa the fashion industry was not something very common, you know, in the early 90s. So I had to let go of my dream and just fall back on my second passion, which was science. Yeah, surprisingly, I love fashion, but I also love chemistry. So I've, I've been a chemist. I've earned my degree in industrial chemistry from the University of Houston. And my career has been as a chemist for the last, you know, 16 years. But like I said, on my free time, I like to dabble with inventions, but I, I really never took them beyond uh, sketching. I would sketch all these ideas, and I'll just stash them away. Uh, but when it came for the hair upsy, I was just so determined to take it forward. Now, the whole thing started with a family reunion that we had last year. Every year or so, we have a family reunion where 20-plus people fly to a certain spot, and we eat and meet and have a blast. Last year, we decided to hold it during the Christmas holiday. Uh, so all the family members flew from different states in the United States, from Europe, from the Middle East, and everybody just flew into Texas. And, uh, you know, naturally, it's a big deal for us. We dress up and we cook, and it's a big event. So I thought, you know what, everybody brought their really cute outfits. I wanted to treat my nieces, and I have five beautiful nieces. The youngest one is two years old, and the oldest one is uh, 20. And I thought, I'm going to take you to a shopping spree where you can buy the hair accessories that you want. So I took them to their favorite store, which is a, a global retailer. They're really known not only in the U.S., but they are, you know, they have um, stores in, in every country pretty much. So I took them there, and we spent about 45 minutes shopping, and I ended up spending more than $250 on oh. ponytails and hair scrunchies, which was just, <laughs> in Ooh, my you. opinion, a lot of money. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. So that day, I was like, okay, well, I can't keep up with this tradition. You know, I'm going to end up broke if we're going to do this every year. So after the, the, the gathering was over and everybody flew back to their hometown, I went back to the drawing board. And I was determined this time to take it beyond just sketching and to really fully pursue it. And this is how her FC was born. Wow. And, and, you know, as a, as a chemist, there's nothing about being a chemist that connects you to these dots of being in fashion. But probably what gives you the, the skill sets is maybe giving the consumer something for their needs. And so maybe you thought, even though you were just trying to create something for your nieces, you thought beyond the box and said, you know what, maybe there's a business here. So at what point did you turn that idea of just supporting your, your nieces and an idea of being creative into a true business? Well, there were two, two, like multiple stages. The first one is the likes and the attention that the product got. Because at first I made it at home. I admit I wear it and I get a lot of compliments when I'm wearing it and so does my nieces. And that's when I thought, okay, well, we're up, we might be up to something here. The other thing is when I started actually doing the research, I've spent two months 
researching, the, doing market research online, Googling the heck out of hair products. And then also uh, I searched to see if there are any other patents that were similar to it. So it took me about two months. That's how I spent the first year of January and February of this year. And at that point, I was like, you know what? This is unique. It's novel. It's creative. And I was positive that there's nothing like, like it out there in the market. And that's when I thought, really, I can really turn this into a, a business. Well, and how does it actually as keep your hair? I mean, I'm always finding, I mean, I have much shorter hair, but I still wear it up because I'm in athletics and, and with, you know, something like that, how does it actually stay put on top of the head? Because it wraps around the ponytail. I mean, naturally, you have to have a you, you have to have your hair up in a ponytail, oh, and then okay. you wrap the hair up see around it. But we made it in such a tight fit that it actually really grips to your hair. And the type of fabrics that we use really create that cr uh, traction. So they're not satiny materials that will slip off of your hair easily. If anything, they really grip to your hair. So that traction, the, the gripping effect to the ponytail is what keeps it up. I personally have a Middle Eastern hair and it goes all the way down to my butt. So I have a long, thick hair. And because of my job, naturally, when you work in a lab, you can't really have your hair down. So I always like to put it up, even and also because of the heat. I mean, Texas, we have 10 months of, of, of summer. So I can't stand having my hair down. And, and that's why I like it, and I wear it, and it stays up. And I like how you can also decorate it. Because sometimes you will have an event after work or you will have a happy hour, and I really don't want to mess with having to take my hair down. It's already up. It's already styled. So I just attach a flower or a bow, something that goes with my outfit, and voila, I am ready to go. So, you know, it's so interesting. I'm on your site, and I'm looking at these photo images. So the base piece is the thing that, like, snaps around the ponytail holder, and that's what um, all these accessories that you can buy in addition um, can can add the pizzazz if you so wish, but you can keep it plain and simple if you so choose. So, so how have you done so far in terms of getting this product out into the market? Because this is this is something so unique. I would imagine that there there's a, a true market for it out there. Absolutely. I mean, when I started selling it, it, it caught like wildfire in my subdivision. And then I started a little online store, but I started receiving orders, and I am a one-man shop. And I have a full-time job as well. So I was, I was running on no sleep whatsoever. Just whatever orders I would receive on my online store, I will make them on nights and weekends and I will ship them out. And at the same time, I was searching for a manufacturer and that proved to be one of the biggest challenges. Because at first I tried to, to outsource it and, and look for manufacturers in, in Asia. Uh, there was a linguistic barrier, and I, I wasted more than, you know, a couple of months trying to source that, and that's when I thought, forget it. I'm just going to bring it back to the U.S. And right now, for uh, the last uh, two and a half months, I've been working with a manufacturer in New York. They're helping me develop the product because we really want to tweak it, tweak it, perfect it. I really want something high quality. We're working on the patterns and the designs and everything so that we can actually start mass producing because I really received so much a good positive feedback and so many orders that I had to slow down my advertising. I had to take some pictures off of my online store because I was receiving more demand than I was, uh, you know, I was able to produce on my own. That's fantastic. 
And the and the website, why don't you share, is it hairupsyuppsy.com? Because I can't seem where to buy from there. Or is there a different website where you can actually purchase from? Well, I still kept my Etsy, uh, the, the online store that I have on Etsy. But oh, the website that we've designed, I didn't make it a commerce website because I didn't want to open it for online orders before uh, securing the first uh, manufacturing batch. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's pretty smart. You're, you're, you seem to have some knowledge base of the retail landscape. So what's your next step? You. Are you planning on um, taking this to a trade show? Or are you well, t- I, I think we're about ready to go to break. Let's hear oh, about I'm it sorry. when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Lena, you hang on. You hang on. I'm, I'm here. I'm hanging break. on. <laughs> okay, all right. We want to hear all about it. if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner then join us for sex talk with lou with your host lou paget on toginet wednesday nights 9 8 central do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder how do i tell my kids about things Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Well, welcome back to our quick little break, and we are having so much fun getting to know Lena Nasser. Am I saying your last name right? Absolutely. Yes, you nailed it. Awesome. Awesome. I'm usually really bad, so I'm so happy with myself. And she (laughs) has created the Hair Upsy, and we're learning all about her fascinating background and where she's at with her product, because we love this stage, this kind of, you know, first year stage where you're evolving, and you're obviously, you know, no dummy being a chemist. And (laughs) uh, so you're, uh, you know, able to use your intelligence and adjust with the situations. And it's important to us to 
you know, share that journey with our listeners because it's always different, you know, why you came up with the pro- the solution to a problem, you know, with, with your unique situation, with a family reunion. And so, you know, those, those are important um, uh, stories that we'd like to share with our listeners. So, um, mm-hmm. so locally, are you, you know, going out to some of the, I know you're getting a lot of, a lot of sales on your online store, but are you, um, are you able to get into local stores there in Texas? Uh, that is, that will be hopefully the next step because I'm, I'm really running a hundred miles an hour. And to, to me, I thought the most important thing right now is to produce, to mass produce because I really want to have that inventory so that I can go and approach retailers and, and buyers and try and get it in store so that I can sell it online. But I really would like to see it in retailers as well. Fabulous. Well, and I see this just being a huge hit with the teenagers and college students and, and especially there in Texas. We always, everybody we meet from Texas has just a, a little bit more bling, a little bit more, you know, accessorizing <laughs> and style, you know, go big, go Texas, you know, so that, that you're in the perfect location Definitely. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. And, and to me, honestly, I've been really using social media to, to gauge what are the patterns and what are the designs. And, and I really get a lot of likes. So I think at this point in the game between uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I've developed an idea of what are the different designs for each age group. And those are the ones that we are trying to work on with the manufacturer so that we can come up with our first few set of designs that are the most popular on social media right now. And then try and come up with with new designs in the future. But I really look forward to that first, uh, you know, production order, having the inventory, because I'm just going to be all over the place. I'm I'm not going to spare anything. Trade shows. Uh, approaching uh, retail stores, getting it into even uh, ma and pa local boutiques, etc. I really want to try and get it everywhere. In you fact, I even that. auditioned for Shark Tank. Uh, sorry to get you off. I was just yeah. so excited about that. Yes, I, I, flew to, <laughs> I flew to Iowa last month, and I auditioned there, and I showed them the designs. The producer that I spoke with was really excited about it. But, you know, unfortunately, I did not make it, but hopefully there, there will be next time. There's always next time. Well, you know what they want to see, as you know, I'm sure they'd share this with you, they want to see numbers, right? You don't want to go on there and and have them, you know, say mean things to you. You want them to be nice. So we we, we want to see some success for for you to be a part of it. But there's other great pitching opportunities through our network, and we saw that you signed up for the Yes Seen on TV pitch. So we're excited for that. And, and you know, part of what I was thinking would, would be a really great category is like the cheerleading world. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, could, if you could add, you know, just thin ribbons of different colors where that they could um, pick their colors for their school and have a little bling, um, that would be, I mean, the, the cheerleading world is, you know, I don't know how big it is, but I would imagine there's some kind of, cheerleading i mean i'm gonna look it up right now because that's the kind of gal i am yes i hear you it's definitely a big world and and they really like to dress up the hair so there is definitely an opportunity there yeah well and they're they're so active and their ribbons are falling out they can't have the ribbons fall out so this is that solution so their ribbons don't fall out i see these gals all the time with their ribbons falling out they need your help 
Absolutely. Now, another another thing that one of my friends brought to my attention, because everybody has kids, and you know, I, I really talk to everybody, and I host parties every now and again, just to gauge what people like and what really they buy the most of. And then they were like, why don't you make some with, with school uniform or school logos? Because a lot of our kids go to charter schools. Now, they're not private schools, mind you. They're still free, but they are obligated to wear uniforms. I'm like, why don't you make them with uniform color? Like our kids and and the schools will love it. And I was like, all right, well, that might be, you know, one of the stages once we get the first five uh, most popular designs out. Well, there you go. You know what? I think you're you're really narrowing it down to what makes the most sense. And then I also think what all these little bits and pieces of of manufacturing, you know, don't one of my suggestions, and obviously you might already be past this stage, so bear with me. I'm just trying to give you, you know, a little bit of advice from a seasoned veteran is, you know, don't produce super large quantities of every skew. Like you're doing, it sounds like you're picking your top, like most popular. And then, you know, definitely keep keep it in, in some level of, you know, consistency. You know, know what the, the large quantities are so that when you're pricing yourself, that you're at a place that the price point is what not only the consumer will pay, but you got to remember you're wanting the retailer to be able to mark it up. So... So everybody makes money. And, and that's my advice. Know what those prices are at the large quantities, but don't necessarily, you know, send yourself to the bank um, in getting there and making sure that you have a viable product and a viable audience that's willing to, you know, put it in Michael's Crafts, for example, or, or um, Claire's Boutique. I mean, those should be your, you know, I'm sure you already know, but those should be your goal-setting stores and you know, hopefully, hopefully that's that's the gang plan, the game plan. So that's what I would suggest. Absolutely, and I really do appreciate your advice and and your expertise because this is really my first time through this process, and I'm learning a whole lot as I go. So any advice that I get at this point to spare me from very tedious and expensive mistakes, I definitely welcome it and and and, and appreciate it. So thank you very much. Well, we're glad you found us. Yeah, you know, our network's going to be there for you. You're at the perfect time that you found us. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of things that we have going on as you keep growing. There's going to be lots of things that uh, will support you along the way beyond our radio show, which our radio show will be out there for people to download for years to come. So that's the good thing. But but you found us to, you know, keep supporting you in all these efforts. And, you know, those those things that you learn from aren't necessarily bad, even if they're, they're kind of <laughs> downfalls. Sometimes those are the best lessons. But when you can get advice, like the one that the couple that Deanna just gave, you know, it helps you not have to spend, you know, a fortune. We've seen so many inventors go down that path and, and you know, some don't make it through. So we'd, we'd hate right. to see that happen because you are absolutely, a very talented absolutely. lady. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm really so glad that I found you guys and I found your uh, your site and connected with you and I'm following you very closely on Twitter because you guys share amazing tips, amazing techniques and I'm 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 staying on top of them because the more mistakes, especially financial mistakes, I can avoid because every dollar counts and, and when I'm an inventor working on a very tight budget, it really helps to know what I'm I'm heading towards and try and avoid these uh, financial mistakes that can really make me or break me at this point. 
Well, we're glad you found us, and, and we're glad that you can be on today because your journey is so important for other inventors to hear and your story behind it, and, and you're right at that manufacturing stage, which is so critical to the success of your business and your product. So it sounds like you're really doing a lot of things right, and, uh, and we're you. glad we had you on today. Oh, yeah, my God. Like, so likewise. Um, it's my pleasure as well. And I'm so, again, I'm so happy and I'm so glad that you ladies gave me this opportunity and put you on your show. So far, you are the only ones who have given me a chance. I mean, you know the road to invention and, and taking your idea from concept to market. You encounter a lot of, you know, uh, harsh comments and a lot of no's and a lot of shut doors. So for you ladies to open the door for me and welcome me and, and give me help and, and, and aid and, and put me on the radio show. I truly appreciate it, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, it's our pleasure. You made our day. What a yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. Well, thank Lena, you. for more information, everybody, on how to get um, Lena's hair upsies, you can go to her website at hairupsies.com, um, but why don't you give us the Etsy shot? Well, if, if Etsy is surprisingly very well known, so I tell everybody that wants to look at some of the designs that I have, just go to Etsy.com, and in the search bar, just type Hair Upsy. And I'm the only Hair Upsy you will find. There are some pictures there. And if they would like to see more designs uh, that I can offer, they can go to HairUpsy.com. HairUpsy.com is not a commerce website, but they can just have an idea of what are the different designs that I'm able to offer at this point. And I'm sure Fabulous. there's a way on there to get a hold of you, too. So that's, that's great, either way, for them to be able to connect. Yes, they can definitely su uh, submit their information, and it comes directly to my personal inbox, so they can easily contact me. And hopefully once we start producing mass production, I will turn that website to, uh, to a commerce website so they can actually order online. Uh, but that will be hopefully the next stage because I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to open it for orders and, and disappoint my customers and not be able to fulfill these orders because I'm making it in, at my home right now. Mm -hmm. Well, keep us posted, too, on your progress at uh, with the manufacturer and, and when you go forward. And, and we're going to definitely see you, you know, on our network and all the fabulous events that we have going out. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, and you have a, a, a wonderful uh, afternoon. You, you too. too, Lena. Take care now. Take care. Bye-bye. So, so, Melinda, we have a few minutes before we go to break, and our next yeah. gal is Edna. Now, she actually is quite interesting because she found a place for um, the bilingual kids trying to learn English, yeah. and no one would have known the way that an English or Spanish-speaking child relates back to the ABC. So I'm really excited for her to talk about her program, the Phonics for Latinos, ABCs in mm -hmm. Common. I yeah. really love this idea. It's really I, brilliant. It's fabulous. And, you know, I, having these two women who are, you know, so smart, uh, you know, well, well, hopefully she actually answers the phone. <laughs> so I think we're having a little bit, but we're going to go to tunes right now. So we will be back shortly. Linda and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be By Design, How I Be Is Up To Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. So we are back with our second half hour, and we're very excited to have Estelle Lisi from Phonics for Latinos, the ABCs in common. Estelle, are you there? I'm anxious to talk to you to you about all our product, all our our product, Phonics for Latinos, ABCs in common for the kindergartners. Well, this- this is such a fabulous idea because, you know, I think you're the first person that has ever ever thought to take the idea, which makes so much sense, that certain words in Spanish don't relate back to the ABCs of learning. A is for apple and B is for boy. And, and so what made you come up with this, with this concept? What made me come well? Well, actually, a child told me, because I was teaching English as a second language to kindergartners, they come to my class and then go back to their regular room. And so this child, going back to his regular room, said to me in Spanish, my teacher is wrong. She says that manzana, which is apple, starts with an A. And he already knew his letter Come on, radio show. Go find him in my room. Come on in. Say that again slowly. Oh, Diana, I'm so sorry. We have we have we have people walking into the office, so I was trying to be quiet. So go ahead. So, as I say, the program was started by the child, a kindergartner, a five-year-old, telling me that his teacher was wrong because she had signs above on the blackboard saying A is for apple, but he, as a Spanish student, was not really supposed to look at those signs. Those were for the English children. So he looked at it and he said, no, manzana starts with an M. 
And then he called it to my attention, so I was supposed to correct her, which, of course, I didn't do. But I then realized that the children were not looking at these English pictures the way we thought they were. They, they, They didn't have a message. A is for apple doesn't have any, if the child is thinking Mansana, he's not learning the ABCs. But I knew of a way to change it, to come in with phonics, to, yeah, to come in with the cognates. And cognates are words that have the same beginning letter in both languages. So I could have A is for anchor, or A is for astronaut. And then whichever way the child identified that picture, he was getting the sound of A. So then I developed a program using just cognates. Like if you're going to teach the sound of B, you don't come in with B is for bear like everybody does currently. And then that's also, I come in B is for bicycle, bicicleta. So it doesn't matter which way the child identifies the image. He's on the way to learning the sound of B. So that's what I do. I get the children off ESL, off learning the English name of the picture, into actual the sounds of the ABCs. That's what I do. Oh, that's absolutely And it's very helpful amazing. to the children because they go to kindergarten to learn to read. They don't go to kindergarten to learn a language. And if the pictures are only in English, that's what they end up doing is learning the English name of pictures, and they never get into the meat of the matter, the ABCs. Well, then they obviously fall behind, not because they can't do it, but because they're not being taught properly. So it's it's that's so wonderful right. that you're that you're filling in this this void that's probably been there for so long. Yes, I mean, and I, it's still there today, baby. And so among all of the phonics uh, programs out there on the bookshelves, they're still showing English only pictures because they refuse to change because they're stubborn. And they say, that child has got to learn English. And I'm not, they told me to my face, my grandmother learned with B is for there. I learned with B is for there. And the teachers tell me, I'm not changing anything. They can just go back. So, baby, it's a fight. I got to fight in my hands, but I'm fighting. Oh, good for you. And it's so timely with this. I mean, there's there are uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's it, I mean, from my understanding, the Spanish speaking households are, are uh, almost outnumbering you know English speaking at this point. So, I mean, yes, it's, it's yes, something in parts of the country because they want yeah. they bring their fathers in to work in the slaughterhouses in, in, in Iowa or North Carolina, wherever. And the children are all over. And and then the the teachers don't know how to handle them. They want to. The child yeah. wants to learn, but then the teacher keeps showing these English English pictures, which means that it takes them until the third grade to learn the ABCs. And in the meantime, the other children are all reading, and they think of themselves as dummies. How come I can't do it? That's where we're at, baby. It lose they lose their self confidence and their enjoyment of school. Mm. Well, and how long so ago did you create? I'm very happy to do this. I mean, I'm very happy to help the kids out. I'm not doing it for any money. I'm just doing it to help them read. That's all I want to do. Oh, good for you. Good for you. And how how long ago did you actually create uh, this new? Uh, yes, I started a while a while ago. You can't believe it. maybe maybe 20 years ago, because that, that's when I retired from uh, teaching, and. Uh, so that was my send-off. The kid gave me an assignment for my re- retirement. And so I, I've, um, but I do not, oh, 
have a big advertising marketing budget. You know, I'm not on television. I just do it by going to teachers' conferences. I went up here to Sacramento when they were going to have new textbooks for the first grade. But I always get shot down because they think the Latino has to learn English. And nobody says he's got to learn to read but me. <laughs> so that's what I get. I get sidelined. They're forever. The teachers are so happy if the child learns English. But I say to you, no, baby, you got to teach them to read too. <laughs> Don't cut. And, and, no and, shortcuts. And, and Estelle, this this program that you've created. I mean, do you have the support of of the Spanish speaking teacher community? Well, I'll tell you, no. There's a um, there's a strange situation happens there because when I was a kindergarten teacher, the Spanish mothers would bring the child to me and they'd say, teach my child English. They never said to me, teach my child to read. And that's exactly where we are today. It's a repeat, I don't care, 20 years later. The, the parents think that just learning English opens doors. But it doesn't open doors to reading, I mean, you know, until, they, until later on. So, no, uh, I don't have support from uh, parents because actually they call me names. They say that I want to teach their children Spanish. Well, anyway, because, see, we don't have Cubans. Cubans are a different type of immigrant. They're all on the ball. They, they, their kids learn to read. They get, become governors, whatever. But here what we have in Los Angeles are people who are farm workers. They come from the farms, and they think that the, the way to success is speaking English. And, and reading isn't just out of it, but, they, but, but that's where I am. So, no, I'm not going to tell you stories about the parents uh, support me. No. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, con I, I, they don't have conferences. I don't, con I don't do it. I try, I try, but, I mean, I try many things. I try radio programs at night to, to reach the parents, but, they, but it's not an easy job. I don't have an easy job, but I'm still at it. Well, good for you, and you know what? That's what it's all about. You know, it's about getting the word out, and I think you're really doing something right for the community, and I think if, if, if your long-term goal is not to make this you know, a national household product, then you're you're creating the product that that's building your own dreams. So, um, we're we're uh, we're very proud and excited for you. So kudos thank to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, actually, I do want to make it a national product, uh, for because Latinos are now all over the U.S. They're in Michigan. You name it. Not many, not in bulk, but just a few in the classroom. And I would like the teacher to be to know that there is material to help those children while they're learning English at least come along with the the ABCs. The things right. go they coincide, not not leave one behind so that by in the third grade they have to learn to read baby books and they're not interested in baby books by the third so, grade. They so realize what, what is the actual product that they get? Is it um, are they flashcards? Yes, they are. There are flashcards. Well, I have um, a, a phonics kit, which I call a Pan American kit, and it has ten ten uh, components. It's just like any phonics kit. And so then I have a big poster, which has been purchased by one school district. They put ten of them in their their district. So that, that illustrates all the sounds that are common in English and Spanish, which nobody seems to know. And then I have flashcards. 
And then I have cards for above the blackboard. And I have a workbook so that they can look at the picture and draw a line to you know, the letter they correspond. So I get their feet wet. They get a feeling of what they're going to be asked to do. And right. um, then, then I have a bingo game, and they can play this with their English-speaking classmates and see who wins, who see who knows the letter sounds first. You know, and then actually this year I uh, developed a, uh, a treasure chest of a hundred, no, yeah, a hundred large pictures for the preschoolers to just color in, so that they begin to get the vocabulary, enrich their vocabulary. And they don't call a lion a big cat. <laughs> they call a lion a lion, etc. So that's what I do. I help the teachers out, and I help the children out so that the ABCs are not strangers. That's fabulous. And, you know, your website is actually, its a re- you have a really nice website. Very well done. Oh, thank you. It's very easy to it. find everything. <laughs> so before because we, it has this before, animation, you know. Yeah, and before we sign off, I want to make sure to get your uh, website address out there. It's uh, phonicsforlatinos-abcsincommon.com. So, and yes, we actually have you up it. on our show page, so people can also go to our show page at uh, Oh, that's Toginet. very nice of you to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's our pleasure, and that'll be up for you know years to come, so people can download okay. this podcast uh, and learn more about wonderful. you. So I'm very happy that to, to, to have been invited on your program, and I hope I did did good for my for my kids. You did uh, great. Yeah. Uh, give yourself some credit where credits due. Yeah, you did wonderful, and you're doing great things for all the kids out there. All Spanish speaking kids are going to be thanking you for years to come. So thank you for being on, and stay in touch and be involved in our okay. network. I certainly and, will. Again, thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. Goodbye now. now. And when we come back after break, Melinda and I will talk about some of the latest things happening at Inventors Network. We're really excited about a big thing happening October 1st. So stay tuned. Don't let this this excitement, uh, you got to come back and hear what's happening. Yeah, exciting. (laughs) So we will be right back and make sure you go to our website at inventorswithaznetwork.com for more information. We'll return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The Woohoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, and offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and 
and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Well, we are back with some... Just alone time, but we enjoy yeah. time. We enjoy talking to each other, but more importantly, in talking to you, our community of inventors and people listening to our show, because at the end of the day, it's all about our connections and our support to you, the inventor community, and making sure those connections happen all the time. And whether it's through these great radio show opportunities or through um, these virtual pitch sessions that we have created. It's all about giving you, the inventor, an opportunity to build your brand. And so I think Melinda and I would like to just talk a little bit about what that looks like and sounds like, not only just from the four walls of the, of the website, but all the things that we do beyond the four walls. So, Melinda, you want to touch a little bit about what we did in April for the virtual pitch session and what it will look like for October? Yeah, I w- I, I'm happy to because it was, it was, I think, one of the – I mean, we get a lot to do a lot of fun things and a lot of exciting things, and we got a lot of see a lot of great products. But I have to say that day uh, to do this pitch virtual pitch session, we call it, was was probably the, one of the most exciting things we've done since we've you know started our business because we were bringing together <coughs> literally the largest as seen on TV company called Telebrands and making it convenient for the CEO and founder of Telebrands, A.J. Gabani, to get inventors in front of them, not in a trade show or a, not to say that that's not a great format, but, but we are actually making it convenient for him and for the inventor to be able to get the opportunity to pitch their product that you know could be a, fa- a fantastic fit for the as-seen-on-TV world. And, you know, and we 
vet those um, products, people submit to us. And we really, it's not to say that all the products aren't fantastic, but they may not be necessarily fit for the as seen on TV world. So what we did uh, for that particular event is we narrowed it down to, I believe that day it was six or seven products. Yes, you're right. No, six with the one that unfortunately didn't happen. Yes, so six final ones. So, and, you know, everything, what we do is we test. We have the inventors know that they've been selected. And then before the event, we test and make sure that their camera's working, they have great internet connection, that, you know, they have a headset, and then we can hear them properly. And so we work with them to make sure they're secure. We, we talk to them about what to expect. And, and so we lined everything out the week before and had everybody, you know, prepared. And so when the actual event happened, it just ran, ran really smooth. So everybody comes in to kind of like, it's a, literally like a webinar setup, but each inventor, it's only to the inventors. It's not open to the entire world, um, even though we do get a lot of media attention to the events. But our, our number one priority is to protect the inventor because some of the people who are coming on and pitching to AJ may not be protected. And that's one of our number one goals is protecting the inventor as much as possible. So having it open to the entire public is just not, um, it's, it's not appropriate at that time. So we have just the inventors come on and they have their set time that they come in. We bring, turn on their cameras. We turn on AJ's camera. AJ's actually on the entire time and they're side by side and able to chat with each other see everything live, you're able to, as an inventor, demonstrate your product, and and he's able to ask questions and learn much more about it than he could in just a video scenario where, you know, he can't ask questions or learn more. So it's definitely more in-depth, much more intimate, and, and he was able to, out of those, you know, six products, he loved, you know, he loved them all. But he really, you know, that was a fit for his company. You know, he was really interested in three of them. So, um, so it really was a success to have that many, you know, that were true, you know, fits for the as seen on TV world. It made him happy because it was convenient. He didn't have to fly anywhere. He didn't have to travel and be tired. And, and he was able to see actually quality products that were, you know, all really, a, a, you know, close to a good fit for the as seen on TV world. So that's what we did. And, and it got media attention. We actually got on the news and they, you know, showed clips of the event. And, and uh, so it was really exciting time. And so we're duplicating those efforts now because it was so successful. And that's what we're going to do on October 1st for our next virtual pitch session. So. And, and, and what Melinda is expressing is that, you know, as seen on TV is a very unique proposition for, mm-hmm. for not only the inventor, but it's also a very unique proposition for the as seen on TV world. So a specific type of product has to be warranted for their, for their mix in terms of their methodology, in terms of their price structure and that it has to appear to a very large audience. And, and so that's the beauty of having the Inventors Network come in and vet, which means um, we go through and evaluate the products on behalf of, excuse me, on behalf of, of Telebrands, and then we give them the purest 
products that make the most sense. And so we do have a small evaluation fee, and that evaluation fee um, just gives you know us time to really commit to your product and dedicate a, a few, you know, a half an hour to an hour of our time to really go through and make sure your product is ready for the as seen on TV world. We don't always know for sure that AJ is going to fall in love, but what we do know is that we found great success with the first one. That's why they've asked us to do others. And, and so hopefully we'll have some, some new products to present to him and he'll be thrilled and honored as he was the first time. So, um, but beyond just that, we have, you know, other great things, you know, our social media Outreach is very strong. So when Lena was talking earlier about how she is using social media within mm-hmm. her um, building of her brand and the building blocks to make sure, you know, certain design designs are meant to be, that is something that you can come into our network and use as part of your overall marketing campaign. And Melinda is the guru when it comes to, you know, really making our audience incredibly pure she, um, we never bought a single um, follower, which a lot of companies unfortunately do. Um, so the people that are, are following um, us through our network are people that really want that information. And, you know, it was interesting when she said that, Melinda, right? I mean, I thought yeah. um, she really believed in the power of the messages that we put out there. And it's all with kudos to my business partner, Melinda. So, you know, a round of applause, audience. Oh, I'm patting my back right now patting my back so so that's that's another piece of of this big connection puzzle that we've put together for you and and as melinda mentioned that tomorrow we will be on fox news here in chicago chicago and i want to say it's like a lucky number seven i think we've been on seven times oh my gosh and you know, i should go back and fabulous crap that they're the, the marketing that comes from that because they're so excited and the team there at fox news uh, channel 32 is just you know they're 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 so supportive of the inventor community and and a lot of our you know the clips have actually gone national and been you know featured so it's not you know something that's you know so we have had those lucky times and and the marketing clip that we're able to use and then actually promote afterwards is priceless you don't get that anywhere else because that's what we do is we have the event we have the segment that you're able to use for your own marketing purposes for your product, and then we're we're putting it all over our own network, and it's permanent. It's permanently all over our network. So we're we're you know really giving a lot of promotion in one shot. A, a, a fabulous, fab. I think very reasonable you know price compared to especially peer firms and, and what it costs. So. Right, and I think that's an important piece to share is that some things do cost in our network and other things are absolutely free. Mm -hmm. So, And we've always made sure to, because we both come from the inventor space, we both have created our own products in the past, and we know that the heavy cost and the heavy lifting of of taking money from your family and, and, and following your dreams to get those products out into the marketplace are very expensive. And sometimes, you know, you get hooked with, with someone that says that, you know, we have the answer yesterday, ironically, Melinda, I didn't even tell you this, but I was talking to an inventor who um, was approached at one of the big trade shows by a, a, a large company that, you know, does 
as seen on TV commercials. Mm. And they said, oh, well, it'll only cost you $50,000 for us to produce the commercial and get it out into the market. And, And so inventors out there listening right now, keep that in mind. If something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. The two leading experts in this space of as seen on TV, they will only take on your product and not charge you a penny if they believe that they can make it work and they'll put all the money behind it. So you have to understand that that's how it rolls in that category. And that's part of what we do here at Inventors Network is we try and educate you on all those things um, to avoid those big, you know, landslides of $50,000 that, you know, you're taking a second mortgage just to have that special commercial and, you know, we've we've heard horror stories after mm-hmm. horror stories. So, you know, let us be your support mechanism. We can't always answer every phone call, but we can give you the resources through a lot of education in our in our resource center and through yeah. our industry experts. Yeah, and our network is free. So, you know, if you're an up-and-coming inventor, you can join. Get get in there and get involved in the social lounge that we've created and, and look at the experts that are going to keep growing. So it's going to be an amazing resource for you. We have a video library with fantastic information, and that's at inventorswithaznetwork.com. So you have nothing to lose to join for free. And we can't wait to hear more from you. If you're interested in being on the radio show and you've been listening, then contact us at info at inventorsnetwork.com and just put in the subject line, radio show, TogiNet. And we got to thank our, our big producer, Casey, who's always been a big supporter over here at TogiNet. We love our team at toginet.com. Mm-hmm. So go listen to some other shows and, and check them out. We're, we're a great network, and we'll see you next time. Linda Knight and Deanna Cohen return next week with more of the Innovation Divas. They really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women-invented products with this audience. Contact the Divas for more information on how to sponsor or attend. Then join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard.